Good morning, guys. It's Jada, and welcome or welcome back to High Key Adulting, aka the not so serious guide as to how to live your best life no matter who you are. Hello. I'm having a great day. It is currently 7.23 in the morning. Um, I didn't forget this time. Contrary to last week, last week I just forgot it was a Tuesday. Today I knew it was a Tuesday, but I was like, I feel like having an early morning, an early start, trying to make some shifts in my own personal morning routine and just, you know, just trying to get better every single day. It's harder when, you know, you don't have anything really to look forward to except for your mornings, you know? So I'm like, well, if that's the one thing that I have control over, then so be it. I'm sitting here right now, window open. Again, you guys might just hear weird things but I love having the window open when I'm podcasting so I can just have some ambiance from nature because otherwise I'm just like entertaining myself and it's not fun. I hope you guys have been having a great weekend. It's not a weekend anymore. It's Tuesday. So almost hump day guys. Almost at the end of the week. <laughs> Barely. My week has been actually really good or last week. Um, it was a lot of reflecting for sure. You can only feel positive for so long until you just get drained again. You know, you're always going to just like feel that up and down, up and down, up and down because I mean, what else can you do right now? <laughs> you know, my week has been good. Yesterday, I even went to get dinner with Natalie and it was so fun just to relax and just be able to have a friend to like talk about stuff with. And I just, you know, I miss doing that so much and I really haven't even seen like anybody like literally i've seen natalie and then i saw one friend from pittsburgh the one that i stayed with when i went up there her name's maddie and she just came and like we went to like goodwill like literally we went to goodwill um just for fun because we literally like what else can you do so yeah we went like a little thrift shopping thing but like i've been having like socially like i'm just socially not build up what am I supposed to say not socially full I don't know not being able to see people has been really hard for me because my friends don't even live in Charlotte so I want to make more friends in Charlotte but it's so hard because I just don't I don't know like I don't I'm not trying to go on like tinder to like meet friends you know like all my friends live in New York or LA so I'm like well when can I get up there or over there I'm again just still trying to be so grateful for everything because I mean I am that's not hard to be grateful for it but my reading journey has been still continuing I don't know what I said in last week's episode but I do remember that I was reading where the crawdads sing I'm not sure if I mentioned that but I did end up finishing that book and I did end up liking it but not as much as people overhyped it to be you know I had to take a look at the reviews afterwards so that people can deep dive into why they think what they thought and I think that the people who had negative reviews had pretty valid points so with that being said it was still good I'm not gonna like just down it down the drain but I would give it like a 7 out of 10 still a very beautiful book but I think that it was just really I don't know I guess I can say like romanticized but I enjoy that sometimes like I enjoy like having that especially because it is a fiction book but a lot of it just didn't it just wasn't logical because like a girl like living in the marsh for years alone like she would just look crazy like she wouldn't have been able to really take care of herself like that and then she just speaks so well in the novel and like it just didn't add up but it's okay it's fine it was great and with that being said now I'm reading Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins I'm on chapter two and boy he's already kicking my ass like literally 
I knew about David Goggins for a really long time because my dad kind of introduced me to him because he does a lot of motivational speaking. And I've seen so many people read this book on YouTube, like everywhere. And I was like, I need to actually just finally read this book and see what it's all about. And literally on chapter two, he already has me like putting sticky notes on my mirror, just like having myself accountable. So like this morning, I was like, let's wake up, let's do it. Because like, not that you're supposed to compare your struggles to you know anybody else's but it really does just give you perspective on like how comfortable we can make ourselves sometimes and how we don't really push ourselves to actually do things when there's not really that much against us especially right now like I'm so grateful for where I am like I'm so grateful for all of the things that I have and already have and I need to use that you know like I need to use that to do better you know and it's just I I mean right now I will say I mean there's a global pandemic like that is against us but I mean he makes you sit there and say what is your bad hand like what do you have that's against you that should like doom you to fail whether if that's you know you have dyslexia or whether you were born you know with no arms or like whether you were born with like literally he makes you like sit there and like say what are the things that kind of you know like messed you up like what are the things that should doom you for success you know or doom you for failure sorry um yeah so he just makes you really come clear with yourself and it's so good i wanted to read a quote from there today it was just so wonderful and i I think this could be quite literally a whole nother podcast episode because I feel this so strongly and I actually had this conversation with my friend Aaliyah and honestly I hope that we can have this conversation but I feel like people aren't ready to have this conversation yet but I'm glad that David Goggins put this in this book because it makes you have control of whatever you're going through. He's been through so much guys that there's like not even a comparison of of course to each their own. We all have our own struggles and that is not what I'm trying to say but when you read it you'd understand like you would really understand. There's a quote on page 69 (laughs) love that number it says your life is not messed up because of overt racist or hidden systemic racism you aren't missing out on opportunities making no money and getting evicted because of america or donald trump or because your ancestors were slaves or because some people hate immigrants or jews or harass women or believe gay people are going to hell if any of that stuff is stopping you from excelling in life i've got some news you are stopping you powerful and also really bold because I feel like right now everything is so sensitive especially with everything going on as it should be as it quite literally should be but at the same time I've had this conversation all the time with my friends and I just want people to stop victimizing themselves it's it's exhausting when you hear people victimizing themselves because you just want people to do better yes we can you know fight for change and do all that stuff but if you're wallowing in that and saying that that's what's holding you back from stuff that's not what's holding you back and I have this conversation all the time big example I hate when so many like black girls black friends mixed friends are like I'm doomed for acting because I can't do this because I'm black like I know they're not going to choose me so I'm not even going to go for it or I'm ugly and that's holding me back like okay then yeah you're holding you back like I hate when people do that and that's a whole other conversation that I feel like I could just dive into for another episode because it's just I mean it is a touchy subject it really is but when you can put things into perspective and really like just make all of that go away first of all I just challenge you to read this book if you guys want to read this book I can leave it a link down below so that you guys can check it out so good I hope that you guys can read it with me I would love to like talk about it but I didn't even like set up a book club or do anything like that anyways hopefully that gives you guys some kind of motivation for today and kind of puts things into perspective about how you are literally in control of what you do you know like there are always going to be racist people there's always going to be people who are misogynistic there's always going to be people who are trying to beat you down but that shouldn't be the reason 
reason as to why you're not excelling. You can still live a great life and still do everything even when odds are against you. Yes, love that a lot. <laughs> I'm going to stop being controversial and maybe save that for another episode. And let's go ahead and introduce the reviewer of the week, which yay. Thank you so much for reviewing the podcast. I'm so glad we're, we're starting to get there. We're starting to get some more reviews and I'm so freaking happy. So if you guys want to leave a review, that would be great. This one comes from the user running now. They said, this is one of my favorite podcasts because I can't find a lot of podcasts and content that talks about not going to college. I'm currently thinking about whether or not I should go to college and I'm leaning towards no. There are so many videos, podcasts, and articles about actually going to college, but not a lot about the choice to go or not go. Thank you for creating this podcast and making space for people who want to follow the unconventional path and hopefully someday because of you maybe not going to college will be embraced in our society. Thanks so much. That's so funny that you say this because like I'm really trying to brand my content around being not in college um, and I find that just so great that you guys are starting to recognize that you know I'm really putting the effort towards you know like having you guys have the power in your decision on whether or not if you want to pursue higher education and you know you can even take a gap year but like I really am so for it to a point where I'm like that's what I'm making my content about like I just want to not prove people wrong make myself proud first of all but also you know like prove people wrong like you can so be successful without a college degree you can so make your own life without a college degree and I actually had someone email me yesterday and I'm getting on a call with him today about how he studies gap years and how he studies people who don't go to college it's going to be probably really interesting i think people once they hear about it and once they really like you know see why people make the choice obviously it comes with a lot of strength and mental strength because you're already like putting odds against you about like you know you're not having a degree to fall back on but for me when i think about things to fall back on that means that i'm not pursuing like plan a you know as hard so i'm like already planning to fall for a plan b and that's not how i like things i'm only gonna go for a plan b when it's needed you know what i'm saying like i'm never going to just like have something to fall back on for what that means you don't you're not confident enough in yourself that you're going to make it with plan a for me my plan a is my only choice you know people don't think about it like that they're always like i need something to fall back on like i need something to make sure that i'm secure financially you know like it's it's always one of those things, but I'm not going to rant any longer. Thanks so much for the review, by the way. That was amazing. But yeah, if you guys want more like not in college diary type stuff, my YouTube channel focuses completely on not in college diary stuff. So if you guys want to check that out, that's awesome. I didn't even say who I have on my podcast today, but you guys can already tell by the title. Miss Nana Florence. Love her so much. She is from the UK and she's going to be on my podcast today. And we talk a lot about veganism, fast fashion, her YouTube journey, XYZ you guys are going to love her sweet little accent and yeah with that being said thank you guys so much for listening to my intro and I will talk to you guys in next week's episode bye I want to introduce to you guys a brand called Serre Le Cote yeah I'm not French and definitely pronounce this wrong so completely ignore that it's French for on the coast, and that is exactly the vibe that their clothing pieces represent. Their brand embodies the feeling of being on vacation 24-7 as they specialize in everyday resort wear and lounge wear. There is definitely a style for everybody. Serre Cote is a woman-owned brand that is made and based in LA. They are also extremely dedicated to ethical sourcing and manufacturing, which is something that has become very important to me. Also, their entire process from production to delivery is 100% plastic-free. Your package even comes in compostable packaging which let me say that is awesome they sent me two of their most popular sets and guys let me just say that i know that i will be living in them year round you can see what these sets
outfits look like by checking out my Instagram post and a recent YouTube video where I wear them and rock them. FYI, this is not a sponsored ad. I really do just love everything that this company stands for and want to be able to share that with you lovely listeners. But if you do want to check them out, I will leave a link below to their website so that you don't have to work that hard. And yeah, with that being said, thanks again to Sarah Lee Coach for being the lovely brand that you are. And let's get right back into the episode. Okay, guys, today I am so excited. I have the lovely Nana Florence. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to have another guest with an accent <laughs> on. It's making me so excited because I had my friend Laura Medley come on and she did a whole episode and it was just so like lovely to just chat. And it's so funny because um, I know you were talking about um, on the last podcast episode that you were on. She also said how cute your accent was. And I was like, I so agree. That is so funny. I don't know. You said the same thing about just kind of like accents and like how you don't really like, you know, like think it's cool or anything. Yeah. Like, Obviously, when you're growing up and everyone's got the same accent, you don't really even notice That's so that weird. it's anything interesting. But yeah, sometimes I'm even like self-conscious of it just because sometimes I feel like I sound really posh. Interesting. <laughs> That's so interesting. Our whole accent rant is over. But anyways, Nana, <laughs> tell me a little bit about yourself and the work that you do. Okay, so I grew up in London and I am now in third year at university and I go to the University of Edinburgh which is in Scotland I don't know like some people when I said to Rohini she was like yeah I don't know where that is (laughs) that's so funny because people forget the UK is like multiple areas you know yeah Yeah, yeah. it's just funny (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I'm in my third year now and I study economics I do cheer as well okay um yeah that's kind of a little summary oh my god that's so awesome cool you're a content creator as well talk about your YouTube channel a bit and kind of how you got started why you started doing it yeah so for years I would just watch YouTube and just fantasize about one day like being brave enough to make my own content and do my Mm -hmm. own thing and then uh, when I finished school I was like right this is it I can do this. Like nobody's gonna know. It's it's all okay. <laughs> no one's gonna know. Everyone knows. Everyone finds out. <laughs> yeah, literally. But um, yeah. So I've done YouTube for two years now. Oh, that's so cool. Oh my gosh, it's so weird to think because I started my channel like five years ago, and like I feel like YouTube was just so different. And then yeah. after that, it's like all these creators are coming in like within the past like two three years, and mm-hmm. it's like you know like the style is so different, and it's super mm-hmm. just. And I like the style today for sure. I do miss a little bit of old school YouTube, but at the end. Really? Of the day, I feel like you know like involving like forward and like making new you know transitions and mm-hmm. editing and music styles and like editing styles um yeah. I like the whole like aesthetic vibe and like Nana makes really like how do I say like vloggy type like day in my life week in my life like just yeah. normal things that are like really fun for some reason <laughs> I feel like those are always the things that people like love to watch like just regular like day in the life just seeing what's going on you know mm-hmm. so kind of how did you get that style or like what made you stick to that style um so I used to make a lot more like fashion videos and food videos and stuff but yeah so when I moved to university I thought it'd be fun to vlog because it's just nice to look back on and I I feel like sharing your personal experience is the like most relatable thing online oh for sure like yeah who really cares like about my <laughs> outfits you know what I mean like I don't know I'm not like a fashion yeah. blogger so right um, and I love the like versatility of vlogs as well. Like you can talk about whatever you want, Agreed. whatever you think's relevant. 
um yeah and yeah. like you never make a same vlog you know what i'm saying exactly like, i feel like other videos can just be repeated so easily or just like oh you mm-hmm. change a slight bit of something but for vlogs you just never get the same thing so it's really interesting to be like oh how was this day different than you know another yeah. random college day in my life so i love vlogs so much they're my favorite things to watch i think mm-hmm. they're just the most like I guess down to earth type things to watch because it really is just someone's like day in the life, you know, yeah. as opposed to being like, oh, you know, let's talk about the tea and drama going on. <laughs> like, that's just a lot for me. I just don't like all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I like the vlogs and like, oh, just seeing someone else's normal day in their life. Cause it's also cool to see how, you know, you live in a different country. So things mm-hmm. are just, you know, things are just different. That's it. So how kind of has it been? Like, do you feel like you get recognized in the UK or like, <laughs> what did you think when you started like kind of blowing up? Oh, um, I've had like a few people come up to me, which is always so nice. At the moment, obviously, I like I want to hug you, I want to say hi, but I'm just like can't touch you or anything. So. Oh yeah. Oh duh. Like I was, I was not even thinking about that. Like mm-hmm. I completely. It's so weird. Oh yeah. my god. Like the world has just like turned like into this thing, and it's just. I don't know. I watch old vlogs and old vlogs just come into my like recommended. I click on them and then no one's wearing masks and no one's like walking around. And I'm like, why is this like weird to me? Like, Mm -hmm. and like everyone's just like going through their daily life and it's just, it's crazy. But I know that's so sad. How has college been and just kind of balancing, you know, YouTube because you're now, you know, you're still uploading consistently and whatnot. So Mm -hmm. how has that been? Definitely quite difficult. I found it quite hard last year. I feel like I just had so much on, but I think it's about prioritizing your time and to-do lists, all of that stuff. Like mm-hmm. there's time in the day if you if you want to do it. Um, and I think because it never felt like a chore to me, that's the one thing that like gets me through. Sometimes I'll be like doing uni work in the day and then I'm just like, oh, I wish I could be editing right now. Like mm-hmm. just be excited for it. So yeah, I think just because I enjoy it so much, it doesn't feel that's like nice. a horrible thing. For sure. I think sometimes... I don't know like YouTube can just get to people like I don't know and I it just becomes like not fun I can definitely like feel times in my life when YouTube was just not the most fun thing in the world and that was the point where you just kind of feel like this is a chore this is work like you're just doing it because you know a brand like reached out to you and you kind of need to pay the bills type (laughs) thing you know so Mm -hmm. it kind of sucks like when it gets to that point but I think always like going back and finding the fun and editing and like finding a new like you know artists that you like to use their music like in your videos like I think that's really fun and just finding you know that balance between like obviously this is quote-unquote work but still like it should still be fun Mm -hmm. and that's the thing I feel like so many people like it's very obvious when youtubers kind of lose that creative like spark that creative like love for it so it's so nice to see that like there's still people like (laughs) that like you that still like enjoy it and you know like it's still like just genuinely for the fun of sharing your life you know definitely I feel like it's so obvious if you don't enjoy it Oh, for sure. It just, I mean, like, you're already, I don't know, YouTube is more personable than Instagram, like, Mm, for sure. Instagram's like, oh, it's a picture, and then, like, sometimes you have stories and whatnot, but, like, Mm -hmm. I think YouTube videos, like, I mean, it's obviously still not showing, like, 24 hours in your day, but it's still showing a good chunk of your day, and you're already so personable and, quote-unquote, like, vulnerable with sharing your life that it's, like people can tell when you just start acting different which is so funny and so weird but you know you your favorite youtubers and whatever you can definitely tell when something's off and everyone's like are you okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) so you said you kind of started doing like fashion cut type videos Mm -hmm. and like things like that as well but I do know that you kind of just like switched over to not using fast fashion Mm -hmm. and like really just focusing on you know sustainable fashion and all that kind of stuff what made you actually just decide like hey like this isn't it like did you research some things like when did you start figuring out like this is the way I want to go yeah so in summer 2019 I think was when I properly gave up fast fashion um I'd just been watching a lot of documentaries and I'm quite an empathetic 
no sympathetic person (laughs) whatever that is the same um like that sort of thing just really upsets me and I because I'm lucky enough to be able to not buy fast fashion I just feel like why would I do something like why would I feed into an industry I don't agree with um and I feel like it's way more doable than people think and it's almost a fun challenge as well for sure I think yeah it's just such a fine line because you know there are people who aren't necessarily able to yeah definitely either yeah so it's like hard like afford like more like sustainable Mm -hmm. quote-unquote things and it's so unfortunate that like the things that are actually made like well and like you know better for the earth better for the people Mm -hmm. you know it's like so much more expensive than like something that you could just easily buy from like Shein or Mm -hmm. like you know like something like that and it's like six dollars but like also it's not like doing well for anything Mm -hmm. in the world so it's just difficult but kind of what are your tips or like you know tips that helped you kind of get into that yeah so I think just being in the mindset of am I buying this because I I feel like it's trendy right now or because I think I will use this for years and years like I think it's fine to buy things from fast fashion if like you don't have another choice but the whole mm-hmm. excessive hauls like isn't yeah. isn't necessary at all you don't need to buy like a whole new wardrobe for every season exactly no I've never done that mm-hmm. no neither if there's something that like I feel like I really am going to use like whether if that is like a you know a neutral like top or something that I feel like I'm going to use for the next like two to five years yeah you know, something like that I would so get it and that's typically what I usually do for everything mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever been the type of person that bought like a new wardrobe every single like you know season or something like that mm-hmm. and I just kind of never I never did that what kind of documentaries did you watch do you know of some of the titles that you can give to the listeners to watch yeah I like the one um I think it's called the true cost on Netflix that's okay that one's really good that's about like H&M and um mm-hmm. like factories in I think in Bangladesh um Mm -hmm. so that one's like really informative I think there's some good stuff on YouTube as well I don't like know the names and stuff but it's it's not too difficult Mm -hmm. to find things but even just like articles there's stuff's come out about factories in the UK even which is like there's been a lot crazy considering I mean as of recently yeah yeah like if it's happening here like think how badly it's happening in countries that don't have like good work like laws for minimum wages Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so yeah I'm a big believer in kind of like also you know like kind of the materials that you hold on to like they should have some kind of like you know like feel good process behind them and like for some reason to me if I were to just buy like hundreds of clothes every single season and just like throw them out or Mm -hmm. like whatever and just whatever every single like season Mm -hmm. it just doesn't make sense to me it just doesn't feel good as well I mean like it just you know you're thinking about the clothing that you're literally holding in your hand that like a 12 year old like did for you like was that really worth it you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying and like labored all of these hours to make like this one piece of clothing for you that was like what two dollars like you know so I mean that's where kind of like it hurts like a lot you know but at the same time it's finding that balance as well between like oh like is this something that I can actually afford and like something that actually that I'm gonna wear for a while you know it's one of those things it's it's a really hard I guess like yeah it's like a sticky one talk about YouTube doesn't help by like recommending all of these like big hauls and like whatever mm-hmm. and, like what you should get every single season and like this and that it doesn't help how do you kind of get your sources of you know like clothes now do you thrift more how do you kind of figure that whole thing out yeah I buy most of my clothes secondhand just because mm-hmm. I feel like that sustainable fashion can be really expensive and I just don't feel like for, like right now I don't know if it's like a smart investment to buy that all the time you know <laughs> um so yeah Yeah. I'd say secondhand shopping uh depop things like that like online or in person 
Mm-hmm. Um, I I love the like fun of it going into a charity shop and knowing that like I hate like ninety percent of the stuff there, but you can like sift through and find something fun. And I feel like such a sense of accomplishment. I find something good. So right, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you find like a steal for like five dollars, like some yeah. like leather jacket that's like ooh, like wow, like I can hold on this you know for a while. And mm-hmm. it's so funny because it really is like one man's like tr- junk. What is it? One man's junk is another man's like treasure or something yeah. like that. Like I totally feel that. Like when it comes to you know thrifting, it's just when you find that one thing. Like mm-hmm. I found these like one pair of shorts, and like those are like the only shorts that I wear. Oh, really? And it was just like yeah, we have like we have this thing called Buffalo Exchange here. I'm not really sure if you know what that is. Do you know what that is? Have you heard of it? Maybe, I think I've heard you know? of people talk about it, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, you probably heard of, like, Goodwill. Goodwill's, yeah. like, the big, like, thrifting thing here. They also have, like, Salvation Army. But, like, Buffalo Exchange is kind of like a how do I say it's like it's more like trendy type clothes you know they might be a little bit more expensive maybe like 10 like 12 dollars but still you're finding things that like people have already you know just said I'm done with this and then yeah I feel like you really just can't find like such great things that don't have to come at someone else's like Mm -hmm. life's cost Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying also you save money (laughs) yeah so I also know that you're vegan so kind of talk about that journey and how you started I know you're really passionate about it so I'm excited (laughs) to hear um okay so my mom raised me and my brother vegetarians I've never eaten meat oh oh okay I did not know that yeah um but it wasn't like a forced thing I think when my brother was Mm -hmm. eight he decided he wanted to eat meat and my mom was fine with that like she it was more of uh like suggestion than this is what Mm -hmm. you have to do kind of thing um yeah and then when I was 15 I started like watching more documentaries and all of that sort of thing about Mm -hmm. um like the meat and dairy industries and I was like okay like I can give this veganism thing a try like let's Mm -hmm. let's give it a go um I also thought I'd be way more healthy if I was Mm -hmm. and there's plenty of like unhealthy vegan food but I think for the most part right (laughs) for the most part though I think it does like steer you in the right direction um and yeah now I've been vegan for almost five years in December Oh my gosh, yeah, that's quite crazy. A long time. It's been way long, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you literally started your veganism journey when I started my YouTube channel because oh my, yeah, like my five year for YouTube is December <laughs> as well. I feel like I do want to get to a point in my life where I do switch over to like either the vegetarian or vegan. Hello, my door just, the wind draft just like <laughs> shut my door. Anyway, um, like I do want to get to a point where I am vegan slash vegetarian, but when I do say go travel or something like that, when yeah. that does hopefully open back up, mm-hmm. like then I will allow myself to be like, oh, like let me yeah. try this and this and this. And I feel like a lot of people are trying to make that transition as well. So do you have any tips that kind of, you know, like might steer someone into just like trying that kind of lifestyle? Yeah, I think um, I can't remember what it's called, but this it's this concept where you add things in rather than taking things out. Um, so That's thinking nice, yeah. about like a new vegan meal that you could eat or, you know, like vegan snacks and stuff. And then mm-hmm. when you start eating that, it kind of like leaves less space for other foods rather than waking up and thinking about everything you can't eat um and yeah Yeah. like taking baby steps I think there's so many fun vegan recipes even on like Pinterest and stuff so yes you make such good stuff too (laughs) I'm like looking I'm like okay Nana (laughs) so what are your like favorite like meals do you think okay I like stir fry like vegetable stir fry um oh like now you put me on spot pasta pizza (laughs) um all the things (laughs) chili yeah my mom loves like cooking so like uh-huh. I'm really lucky to Same. have like grown up eating like loads of different types of food so I'm not a fussy eater mm-hmm. at all but yeah I think just trying new things is such a good way to like think of it as an exciting like thing to try yeah. rather than 
focusing on like yeah that's what something you can't that have. like yeah i think that's with anything i feel like people who are more so like restricting diets and things like that i feel like they're the ones who tend to feel more i don't know unhappy in the end because they're like oh like i'm cutting this and this and this but yeah it really is a mindset shift like as you like mentioned it really is just kind of figuring out like oh wow like it actually could like it's a good thing like yeah. i should you know embrace this I think it's really always so fun to ask people like what a week in their life looks like because Ooh, okay. you know you just kind of want to see what what goes on you know mm-hmm. so kind of explain a week in your life like a cute little Sunday through Saturday thing right okay so uh, obviously I've just started back at uni this is my second week so I've got three hours a week in person and then I've got like eight I think online um so that's kind of like how I'm spent most of my time is in the flat because like pretty much everything's online and it just makes sense to like be here obviously like going out all the Mm -hmm. time isn't the greatest um yeah I also do cheer I think depends on um like corona stuff but I think we'll probably only Mm -hmm. have it like once a week this um this year but last year we'd do like two or three practices um so yeah and then so that's kind of like my week I spend most of my time like doing uni work and stuff in the week and then I try and film at some point Monday to Friday and then Mm -hmm. edit sort of like the second half of the week because I upload on Sundays um Mm -hmm. I have this during lockdown I had a rule that I had to finish my video by Friday so that I could like enjoy the weekend but like that's that's not happening anymore (laughs) like we don't have time for that I feel like I'm always the same way like I literally have to post today Mm -hmm. I've had the video for a couple days and then I just like wait till the last minute I don't know what it is like Mm -hmm. maybe it's that kind of instant gratification of just being like oh like I can just upload like Mm -hmm. to get it all done in one day upload it in one day get the feedback in one day move on you know as opposed to being like I finished it on you know like Wednesday then I like hold on to it and it goes up Friday I don't like that for some reason I think I I would enjoy it but I haven't gotten myself the guts to Mm -hmm. do it just like you said like it's like I just it hasn't been happening (laughs) yeah I know what you mean like when I finished editing all I want to do is post it like straight away yeah (laughs) but yeah for sure I always try and wait for I feel like uploading on the same day is like my goal each week (laughs) so yeah has the workload been hard (laughs) starting back up um I'd say it's been a mixed bag obviously there's a lot of adjusting like I'm not used to doing lectures online and stuff so that's Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like maybe taking a bit longer than it will in a few weeks but Mm -hmm. for the most part it's been okay Um, yeah thank god (laughs) so do you live on like campus or do you because you're not a freshman or anything so you've been in college for a bit so do you live like kind of off campus how is your like living situation um so in first year I lived um in halls is what we call it like mm-hmm. accommodation dorms yeah yeah, dorms here, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then last year and this year I've just lived in like private accommodation it's not like affiliated with the uni or anything but oh, okay, my cool. uni's not really like a campus uni like everything's kind of dotted around the city anyway so there oh, isn't okay. even like one central area it's kind of like new york city yeah because like in new york city it's very like the city is your campus oh, type yeah. mentality. <laughs> so weird i, I can hear that I in like that an advert even... or something yeah. yeah but it's also really spread out so i kind of feel like i know what that's like do you feel like you may have more downtime just because i don't know i just i'm asking because here i feel like all of my friends who are in college it's mm-hmm. so much like they're pushing a lot of stuff on you because they yeah. almost feel like you being online means that you have more time which is just mm-hmm. not the case like we also have like mental health issues (laughs) like hello like I don't know but do you kind of feel the pressures of like your college to kind of feel like you you know have to be productive or are they like doing a pretty good job 
I'd say they they definitely could be doing a lot more. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm not too impressed. <laughs> That's so annoying. Like even my friend, she goes to Virginia Tech, mm-hmm. and like she was like, they're just not handling it well, yeah. like at all. And like you know, it's just it's unfortunate to see because I mean this is again such a pivotal point in people's lives like college you know and it's like you know you're supposed to be growing up and like doing all the things that you're supposed to be doing but that can just get like I couldn't imagine like being in school right now like just on Mm -hmm. top of everything else going on and then possibly living away like for Mm -hmm. the first time you know for so many kids so yeah yeah my little brother's just started uni like this is his first oh my gosh and he go to school with you no he goes in Manchester and three of his flatmates tested positive within a week of him arriving so they're all quarantined and like obviously he's got like quite a small room and he's met these people for like a week and now he's in quarantine with them and I feel so bad yeah he was there for a week and then it was quarantine that not the best Mm -hmm. but he's getting out on Sunday (laughs) hopefully everything's okay that's so crazy (laughs) like what are the odds like that's so awful oh my gosh like imagine like your first like college experience and like you catch this like pandemic virus (laughs) anyway what a life to be living literally something to tell the grandkids I was reading this article today on medium and it was about how you know I feel like even though we're living through history right now, it's such a weird concept to think about because, you know, whenever we're reading textbooks and history, like you think about like, oh, like what were those people thinking like back then, you know, like am I going to be able to relay, you know, to Mm -hmm. my kids and grandkids about like how this time really was or am I going to remember it? So I don't know. It's just been really weird thinking that like we're actually living through history. Like this is probably going to be in the textbooks like in, you know, a few years. But like... I don't know. I've just been making a really like active effort to be journaling. Like, do you yeah. journal a lot? Oh yeah, like, I journal like every like, day. It's just, it's a part of my daily life. Like, it just has to be because it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. How are you supposed to like wrap your head around all this? Like, people say yeah. that you know, like once, especially during like back then when there were like wars and like all this stuff people don't really realize like what's happening until after it's done Mm -hmm. you know like after like oh like that was a period of time when you know like and then telling their kids about the story but like Mm -hmm. now I'm thinking about it I'm like what are we what are we gonna tell our kids like (laughs) it's just weird it's weird to think about like it really did affect the entire world but like what am I gonna say you know yeah so yeah I've been journaling a ton um I feel like it's really important to just kind of prioritize your you know self-care like mental health all that stuff Mm -hmm. and like journaling really is just kind of like letting go do you have like a specific journal routine that you go to um I try and do it in the morning because I think that sets me up well for the day but Mm -hmm. I have like my front page of my journal I've written loads of ideas for things because I get a bit bored of just writing like this is what I'm doing today Mm -hmm. sort of things so like sometimes I'll do gratitude or like like just write sometimes I write an entry mm-hmm. as if I'm me in five years and I'm like today I woke up and went to my dream job oh, like manifestation and things like that type scripting yeah. yes okay so you're also like a law of attraction like believer and things yes. like that Definitely. I so am I agreed I think this is the best time to get back into just the law of attraction swing mm-hmm. for me because it was more so like I don't know. I wouldn't want to say that like I just like stopped believing in it, in it. That's not true. It's just I just wasn't practicing it like like I should, you know, like especially like gratitude and the aspect yeah. of all that. So like I make it a point to be like, oh, like in the in the morning, like, oh, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for this. Just because also it just puts you in a better like mindset, Definitely. you know, it switches your all perspective, you know, like, oh, I'm stuck in the house and like I'm not in New York City right now. But like I really do like have a family to come home to mm-hmm. like in a house, like, you know, like in a roof over my head. That's great. You said that you you do like scripting and stuff like that so how has that has that been like really helping kind of the whole you know situation just feeling better yeah definitely I feel like 
because there's some things that aren't like in our control at the moment it's nice to focus on something that I feel like I can control um for sure and like obviously I want to live like in the moment but also like looking for having things to look forward to and Mm -hmm. yeah like that definitely helps so yeah it's been interesting for Mm -hmm. sure what you said about control it's really important especially these days to just feel like you have a sense of control over Mm -hmm. something like whether if that is your morning routine or like the cup of coffee that you have every single day definitely you know for me that's definitely journaling like I just have to make sure I'm just like setting up myself for you know Mm -hmm. getting my life together I feel like when it's on paper it really is just like clear and concise and you're just like wow yeah now I can kind of like be parted with my thoughts yeah I feel like I breathe a sigh of relief literally agreed agreed I think journaling is seriously the best like therapy Mm -hmm. in my opinion just because you can really like you know it's like there it's just there on the Mm -hmm. page and then I don't know I feel like actually like empty like after I'm done journaling I'm like okay yeah that's great like write it down and let it go kind of thing yeah for sure so yeah I've definitely been loving that a lot Mm -hmm. as of recently just like more detailed and like figuring out you know like I in the mornings especially like now I'm like I don't mind like spending 45 minutes in the morning just like <laughs> sitting there like just sitting there and like not on my phone yeah. just like oh just yeah sitting there and just appreciating everything because I really do think like this is a time of like quote-unquote rest you know before things just go back crazy and like yeah. all that stuff you know and even then we don't even know when that's happening mm-hmm. but have they talked about anything you know any COVID updates over there like what are your guys's like restrictions and stuff um so we're not allowed to go to anyone else's house or mm-hmm. they're not allowed to come here um you can meet up with only one other household at once so you can't like oh. meet a big like you could meet in a max of six people but a minimum a max of two households as well if that makes sense i think y'all are doing better than us though and y'all have more restrictions than us like it's that's quite so clear weird. i feel like because you have such a big like country and all the states and have all these different things like it's literally so dumb Uh i just we need one universal rule we Mm -hmm. just need one universal like set of rules to follow and it varies by the whole country the states the local governments the counties Mm -hmm. the little like towns of whatever the heck you know so it's just been like there's like different sets of rules so like you can be like especially for me I'm like kind of like the border of North Carolina and South Carolina so like South Carolina's rules are like way more lax or at least I think they still are Mm -hmm. than North Carolina so it's like theirs are different so sometimes some of those people come right across the like state line and come here and do stuff and then vice versa and I'm just like this mm-hmm. is making no sense yeah. like, whatsoever. <laughs> this is not getting anywhere. And I think we just opened up to like stage three. Oh my gosh, I can't even fathom that. But like movie theaters are open. Like it just doesn't make sense mm-hmm. in my opinion. It just doesn't <laughs> make sense. But do you yeah. think like people have been starting to go back to work like they're like in buildings or is everything still kind of like work from home based? Um, The advice right now is like if you can work from home, you should be working from home. Do it, yeah. Um, yeah, there was a phase where people sense. were like going back and then they reversed that and said like no you should be working that's home. what I thought because I thought you guys were doing like I thought you yeah. guys were, like were way forward and I think I think someone did tell me that you guys like regressed a little bit back just because they wanted to make sure things were still under yeah, control definitely like know. all I the just, pubs and restaurants yeah. and everything were fully open and now there's a 10 p.m curfew that's what I thought. yeah so okay, things have got stricter got again is there like indoor dining there yeah but it's got like um, I think it's a bit different in England, but in Scotland, there's like plastic sheets in between each table. Oh, um, okay. And you have to wear your mask, like if you go to the toilet or something. So. Oh, of course. That's interesting, yeah. for sure. Because yeah, there's like indoor dining here as well, but it's just it's weird. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I feel like I just feel so weird now because I saw yeah I think I saw in one of your vlogs like you were just like at a restaurant yeah. and after that like I think things like got closed again. So I was like oh okay <laughs> cool awesome yeah um 
but yeah, it's going to be interesting to like do like, you know, future podcast episodes and be like, oh, like what, what was said like a year ago, like when yeah. we were like through this stuff, you know, <laughs> so maybe we'll do an update and, you know, see how things are like in about a year or so and see if we've moved forward. Yeah, I hope so. Um, oh my God. <laughs> I know. I hope so too. It's been, it's been crazy. I think they said that they are like, I don't know, projecting this to be quote unquote, like over like end of next year. Which is crazy. Like, what? I don't... Like, fully over, you know? Yeah. When it first started, I thought... Like, here they were like, okay, we're going to do lockdown for three weeks. I was like, three weeks? I can get through that. Okay. And then now it's like seven (laughs) months later. It's like... I haven't really seen a difference. uh, Gosh, it's October. I know. That's actually not... um, That's unfair. That doesn't make sense to me. Like, I just... I don't know where the past couple months went. Like, I don't, because the days were so similar. It's like Groundhog Day, but like time is still moving forward, even when you think it's slow. And then it's like, time just doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I guess the last thing that I'm going to ask you is what is your top adulting tip for the listeners? Oh, okay. Um, I would say remember that some things are non-negotiable. Like, I sometimes find it, find myself being like, oh, I don't really have time to eat lunch or like, I don't really have time to do my laundry. Like, I'll just do work. I'll just edit. But, like, those things, you can't cut them out. Like, that's not... No. Like, it's just not a thing. You can't. Um, so just mm-hmm. remembering that, like, you have... If you don't have time to eat, then it's because you're not doing okay. Like, you need to change that. Like, you need to yeah. prioritize that stuff over everything. And, like, I've been procrastinating. Like, call- I need to go to the doctors about something. And I've been procrastinating <laughs> calling them because I just hate phone calls <laughs> and all that sort of thing. And it's, like... That is not okay. Like, my mum is so mm-hmm. on top of me for that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, like, that stuff isn't negotiable. And you need to, like, put that before everything else, I guess. It always, like, it really does stem down every single day to, like, are you healthy? Like, that's yeah. the biggest, like, thing. And if that, you know, includes, you know, mental health and, like, physical Definitely. health and whatever. Like, you have to just prioritize that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, if you need a certain amount of sugar in your body, you better put that amount of yeah. sugar in your body. That's not, that's not negotiable, you know? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I like that a lot. Even if it is just, like, scheduling that doctor's appointment Literally. that you should. Um, <laughs> even, yeah, even just, like, that self-care time that is, like, and should be non-negotiable like just kind of you know what's it like time blocking just Mm -hmm. aside you know whether if it is your morning and you're journaling and whatever just like making sure that that time is yours and only yours so that you can have it yeah that's great I think that that will keep you going every single day and give you a sense of peace of everything Mm -hmm. so yeah that was pretty simple I feel like sometimes you think that self-care isn't productive but like yes if I set time aside to like look after myself that means that the rest of my day I have more time to dedicate to like work and editing and like uni and all of that. It really does set you up. Yeah, like it sets you up for success. Like Uh it really does. I, I don't know. I think I feel like people always think like self care has to be like oh like a face mask, like a bubble bath, and like this and that. It doesn't have to be all that. Like (laughs) so like you can literally just like set like twenty minutes to just read a book and like not be on your phone. Like Mm -hmm. if your work, which everyone's work for the most part is digital online, like your eyes don't get a break. Like just give yourself time to just not do anything and just you know it really does just like reset you and makes you feel really good so definitely i like that a lot that was a really good tip (laughs) so go ahead and shout out your instagram and your youtube channel okay so both naina florence n-a-y-n-a florence Florence. (laughs) but yes i will leave all of that in the show notes so that you guys don't have to work hard (laughs) and she doesn't have to repeat it Mm -hmm. and yeah thank you so much naina for coming on i'm so excited for this episode to go live i know same thank you so much for having me (laughs) of course of course